so I'm gonna start recording there. So your your insinuation is that to be a conquistador is analogous to modern times where if you're not cool enough, you're not allowed to get into certain nightclubs. Well, the thing about it is is that you know, they can also whoever is like running the thing can also just kinda tell. Like yeah, most people will come up, they're in the armor, they have the pointy helmets, and they walk in, mm-hmm. and, and they'll get in. But, you know, every now and then you'll get one person who just looks like he should be a conquistador, but the, but yeah. the person at the door will just say, nah. And then and then Sorry, he'll go, man. what, the guy Not in today. front of me got in? How come he got to go in? And he's just like, because he was he's he's dressed hey. to protocol. And he's just like, but I'm wearing the he's same on the list. thing. And he's like, Sorry, I don't know what you want me to say. I don't see you on And he's here. like... He's like, this is bullshit. I'm going to call my dad. (laughs) He's like, look, dude, look, I get it. You have the armor on, but don't act like you were really wearing it. Are you wearing the ideals? Are you wearing what truly makes a conquistador? And then in the same vein, the person right behind him is dressed up like a a matador. And he comes up. He's just like, yeah, you're good. (laughs) And then he just walks in. He's like, well, that guy got to go in. He's like, because that guy's dad isn't the mayor. And that guy's not going to walk around. Talking all the time and name dropping. And he's just like, oh, I'll just wait until yeah. my dick. De- my. <laughs> Someone's going to hear about this, but I'm not going to say who. And it's like, no, I know who. <laughs> it's just, and he, he, no, he I'm well aware up. of who. <laughs> and he's like, he's like trying to give Mike a hand. He's like, come on, dude. It's, it's, <laughs> you have to wear the outfit. You can't let the outfit wear you, man. Yeah, it's right? you gotta, like, you, you look pick- like a plate of armor. And a pointy hat walked into a bar. <laughs> and, and you know, these other guys, it's like we see them first and the armor second. And I said, now that's the, that's the true mark of a conquistador. You know, if you want to get into our club, yeah. the, the El Dorado, you have to be, <laughs> you, have, you, have to, you have to be the part. You can't just look the part. And that's, yeah, why, um, it, that's why you have your big evil guy. Um, in Road to El Dorado. Oh, what was his name? But he was good. Oh, wait a minute. This isn't a break the bank at all, is it? Oh, wait. No, yeah. It is, it is a break the bank. Hold on. I fudged up. There you go. Bang. I clicked the wrong thing. Do, do, do. Continue with your thing. Okay. Though. Well, as I was saying about the conquistadors, um, uh, yeah. really, the main thing, I've been stuck on Road to El Dorado recently, and here's the reason why. Two, two pretty good reasons. Good. One, it's good as shit. It's good as fuck. Um, but also, yeah. just recently, so I've been doing a joke around work where I've just been singing different Elton John mm-hmm. songs, but about Samuel L. Jackson. Um, okay. And so one of the songs is the the trail we blaze from Road to El Dorado. And so it's mm-hmm. just, see these snakes on a plane. I can be Nick Fury. My fiction's filled with pulp. Cause I'm Sam Jackson, and it's just shit like that. And I just have been walking around work, <laughs> doing doing different, doing different ones of those. That's um, the thing I like most about that joke is it's really broad appeal. <laughs> There's a lot of people clamoring for for Elton John parodies and also just songs that talk about the work and the the storied career of Sam. Well, Elton and here here is the thing. thing. Elton John is is very prolific. Mm-hmm. He's been knighted. He's done soundtracks mm-hmm. for many great animated films. And I can only yeah. assume the same thing about Samuel L. Jackson. And so, here's the thing. Even though yeah, <laughs> outright it may not seem like there's that much crossover, but Elton John's been doing music since like the 70s, I think. And Samuel L. Jackson's probably yeah, been oh, doing wow. movies just as long. So just just by numbers, there's gonna be a lot more crossover than you'd expect. It's it's gonna be it's gonna be oh hey, no, I do like Elton John and I do like Samuel L. Jackson. I've seen both of their films <laughs> before. Uh he he did. Uh he actually did start his career in the seventies, uh, and that's for both of them. Oh, for real? Uh, to tie those two together, I yeah, uh, I don't. I don't have the. Um, I don't have the prep to really flesh out this idea now. But I think there's some legs to um, the road to Samuel Dorado, where it's a uh, road del Dorado, but it's got Samuel L. Jackson and uh, Elton John. Yeah. Uh, in place of Miguel and Tulio. Elton John and the plot oh is yeah, the them same. two. Yeah, at that point though, it's just gonna be like um, 
uh, why is it doing that? Please, please tell me what it's going to be like. Yeah, no, yeah, it's so, shut Jackson up, shut up, shut the job. hell up. For just a <laughs> I, I, I'm fucking up a lot more things than I'm meaning to. Um, oh, no, what is happening here? Okay, okay, bow. There we go, finally. Um, it's going to be like um, Rush Hour. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> so 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 a recast of the road to el dorado with samuel jackson and elton like john as miguel and tulio with no, with nothing else changed is going to be like Rush i mean Hour. really if you have watched either okay. of those two movies uh recently you'll you'll know that they're pretty similar already we all, we all, yeah, we know that, uh, it's, I, uh, anyone, you know, that listens to the show that knows me in real life knows that I walk around with a, uh, the VR headset where one of the screens is playing Rush Hour and the other screen is playing El Dorado just all the time. It's just what yeah, I do in my thing daily is you, life. You, you barely even notice. Watching this like you have movie. to actually like turn the audio on. Yeah. Otherwise you just feel like you're watching the same movie. That live action black and Chinese oh, man like... and that cartooned, uh, two white guys. Uh-huh. It's yeah, no, it's hard. The the lines get blurred. I think my favorite, um, I think my favorite part is when Jackie Chan and yeah. <laughs> Chris Tucker are 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 yeah, no, like they fall so down like a like a chandelier or something, and then Chris Tucker stands up and he goes, "You know what? No more sacrifices." <laughs> and, and, <laughs> He's got blood on his forehead. And he says, and we don't have a need for you anymore. So you get the fuck out. And then, and then, and then, um, uh, Shaka Khan says, as the gods command. And then he goes into his big boiler room. And then he's talking to like his little gronk. And he says, you know what? Uh, one of the best things about a god is. And he says, what's that? And he's like, gods don't. Bleed, and then that's when he finally figures out that that um, the Jackie Chan and Chris Tucker were not gods. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's tough to be a god. Tried to will mortal, did not try. Uh, anyway, this is the Break the Beck episode. We just came back from commercial break yeah. um, to bring you volume yeah, two. We, yeah, we can break two. the banks in book form. Um, and yes. so I've got my random. We actually do the whole podcast. In and a, and uh, yar yar. Mm. My coffee's good. My mm-hmm. new Fuego box came in. We talked about Elton John and Road to El Dorado, two of my just legitimately most favorite things. <laughs> Like I'm, I'm ready to go. But I'll let you ask yeah. the first question because I'm pretty sure I asked the first question last time. I mean, there's no way to find that out. So yeah, I'll go ahead and do it. Uh, let me see here. Let me get a randomized number between one and ninety-seven. Yes. All right. So your question. Uh, it, this one was submitted uh, just for Break the Banks. Mm-hmm. Um, this one is from Melanie Jessel. Uh, and Melanie asks, um, <laughs> I don't know how to give a context for this one, so I won't. Uh, Melanie's question mm-hmm. uh, is, why do birds suddenly appear every time that you're near, not when you're away? Um... So I guess this isn't even like a, between the two options, D- Daniel. This is just like a, in your life. I've noticed this thing. Uh, why not that though? Okay. Well, birds suddenly appear whenever I'm near for a lot of different reasons. The main one being is that my pockets are chock full of sunflower seeds at all times. I have <laughs> I have my seams okay. of my jacket lined with various tiny bird bird flakes of food i i um you know i'm also i'm also i'm a whistler drew you know this about me i whistle frequently 
I, yeah, no. And I have a, a, a vast assortment of different whistles. Um, I, I like to whistle like birds do. I like to whistle while I work. Um, but independent of all those things, and this is the joke Melanie is going for, uh-huh. is that birds suddenly yes. appear when I'm near because uh-huh. just like you, they long to be close to me. It's the same reason that stars fall down from the sky every time I walk by. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, they yeah, they yeah, want yeah, they yeah. they long to be close to me. Um, and the thing about it is, is that if I'm not around, I'm sure that there are birds. Like, unless like, is the implication that birds just don't exist? Oh, yeah. Or they just don't appear. I don't think that the I don't think that the implication here is that you. Okay, I'm not a bird birds, because if so, okay. that's an easy answer. Okay. Uh, yes, Correct. so those are the three reasons. I whistle like birds. I, I line my clothes with various sunflower seeds and other bird accoutrements. Um, also, yeah. I just always have my feathers nicely tufted. I, I, like, you do with, have, with the you way have, that I'm whistling an and the way that I dress myself, it's like, like I don't, and you know, I don't want to slut shame, but I, I walk around like a little bit of a bird whore. I'm not going to lie. I'm, I'm really throwing that out yeah. there. I mean, you, you I, I shake my tail feathers sure. if <laughs> to put it in the stupidest nah. way. To, to put to put it that way. Yes. yes. Um, and that's why birds uh, suddenly appear every time that I'm near. And with that question being answered beautifully, wonderfully, just yeah. the best way. Top notch. Nothing. This episode, yeah, nothing I'm sure, comes from our baseball episode. <clears throat> our <laughs> not our baseball episode is our sports episode. Um, okay. But it ended up being a baseball episode mostly. But this one is from Josh Hendricks. And why is it the New Orleans Saints, not the Old Navy Sinners? Um, uh, so, uh, fortunately for the show, um, I actually was in the boardroom when the team name was decided. <laughs> um, the reason that we ended up going with um, the New Orleans uh, Saints, because uh, both of these were on the mm-hmm. table for sure. Um, Old Navy Centers was definitely one of our, um, it was one of our, one of our options. Uh, however, at that time, uh, this is this is whenever the soccer football split happened. Whenever they decided to call uh, football in America football, and then you know football elsewhere is not. Is not oh, I thought soccer. you meant just when they finally um, made actually, them each their own sport instead of having a weird mishmash of the two, like it was for the I first thirty years mishmash. of the sport. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that was that was thirty years okay. prior. Um, but no, it's uh, we, the the split in the sport was kind of along these lines because it, I mean, anyone who's who's a fan of you know soccer, uh, you know, in the states or or football as it's known, you know, kind of uh, at large and in most of the world, um, a a tendency among uh, soccer teams is they're either either known uh, like named specifically after what they are, or they're named by like a like a lot of their team logos and icons will just actually be like the company that sponsors yeah. them, and so they'll just have like a Samsung like right on the actual team jersey uh and old navy's the old navy centers they are uh they are a soccer team um for that exact reason they have the big old navy logo right there on mm-hmm. the front and center uh whereas american football uh deviated from that and uh it was just you know kind of the city and the name and so that's that that is why that is why it is the new orleans saints instead of the old Navy. also centers. here's another thing about uh, uh mascots is is that um if, yes. if you're the new orleans saints uh you People know what a saint looks like. You, you get the robes, you get oh, like yeah, the, the yeah. fancy little hat. Like there's an outfit that I associate when I hear about saints. I go, oh, okay, yeah, these, mm-hmm. they, they're all kind of popish, but not quite popesque. Um, mm-hmm. But the thing about the thing about Pope being just an old navy sinner, well, it's already hard enough because all people are born uh, in a religious sense with with an original sin. So a sinner is just yeah. anybody. Just absolutely anyone, yeah. but just they're also just wearing Old Navy. So what you essentially just have yeah. is a guy or, or a gal in regular clothes that you'd buy from a store who is a regular person because they are a sinner from birth. And that's not a very good mascot, mm-hmm. just a regular person standing on the side of the field. Because you're going to yeah. keep getting the security walking over there, and they're going to be like, look, you can't just be standing there. And you're like, oh, no, I'm the mascot. And they go, oh, <laughs> Like, oh, oh, okay, sorry. You look like a regular fucking guy. <laughs> oh, I get that a lot. Like, yeah. I, get that, I get that often. <laughs> I get that a lot from you today. Yeah, you keep game. coming back. He's like, well, you keep changing your old Navy pants. And he's like, well, the deals are just too good to pass up. 
<laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Even I can get behind that. And I'm a security guard. <laughs> as, as, if, as if they usually abide by a, a, a higher set of principles in regards to clothes. Um, but good answer, Drew. I like it. That's good. Yeah. Thanks. Well, what's next? <laughs> what's, what's for me? Oh, that's right. It's me. Yeah, I completely forget how this one goes. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> All right. Uh, your question, Daniel. Uh, this is an extra one uh, from Teams and Groups. Did we just get the most questions um, for that one? Because my next one is also from Teams and Groups. We got a groups. lot. Yeah, no, yeah, we got quite a lot from that one. Um, uh, this one is from uh, uh, Riley Michaels submitted this one uh, originally. Um, and his... Um, uh, Dude, how do I want to con- context this one? Uh, Daniel. Um, this is just a word joke. I don't know. If they, uh, <laughs> screw it. You are trying to uh-huh. organize uh, and, and and mobilize, you know, a group of people to uh, to achieve goals, to achieve political goals, and achieve things politically in general. Um, and with that in mind, that's your, that's your context. Uh, Riley's question that Riley asks. Uh, is why political parties and not political celebrations. Okay. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing about a political celebration. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, please do. The the biggest thing about a political celebration is, is, is that, Mm -hmm. uh, only, only one person really gets to, or only one group gets to celebrate. Uh, I don't know if you know this, but in this last okay. year or, or so, we had achieved yeah. a new president. Achieved is a weird word, there, but sure. There was, <laughs> there was a thing that got accomplished. <laughs> just just, just blicka at the yeah. bottom of the screen yes, as you get the just, achievement for having And you get like eight game points. I don't, I, don't, I don't have an Xbox. <laughs> I don't know how this shit works. Um, but. Not game points. You got it. Oh, cool. <laughs> I am. Um, I gotta, I gotta, 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 uh, and the person who, who had then did become the president, they were part of the, of the, um, of the Republican they had, party. They yes. were a Republican boy. Um, and so uh-huh. the, you, but because the Republicans won, yes, it did not mean that Democrats don't exist or any of those other fake ones don't exist. Yes. <laughs> those are all still there because those are parties. Here's the thing about if yeah. you were to transition it to celebrations. Uh, uh-huh. In regards to the presidency specifically, only the Republicans won. Correct. Only the Republicans would get to have a celebration. They have a thing to celebrate. There, therefore, if it was a, oh, this is, hey, I'm part of the Democratic celebration. Uh, we're not having one. <laughs> we, we, we. There's not one. We, yeah, there isn't one. <laughs> we, we are disbanded. Yeah. We, there are no more. <laughs> and then, and then the green, the green party or whatever boys, they're just like, oh, yeah. we never have existed. <laughs> we, yeah, we have never been able to celebrate. We don't get to. We, we've never won or been mentioned. It's we don't even get like the silly like Darwin Award of just like oh look how dumb, <laughs> yeah <laughs> we're run of the mill not even middle of the road it's just we know where a back trail exists and that's and that's, and that's as far yeah. as we get and so if you were to make it all political celebrations it would just be so sad yeah but the thing is with political yeah. parties it's just like okay the Republicans have a president but that doesn't mean that everybody else is just fucked forever. And they don't get to do anything. No, they can still try to fix it's everything. For like a little bit. Yeah. They can still try to fix all yeah. of the garbage. I, I'm still, yeah. and you know, I'm still holding out for my boys at the Green, the Green Party, because that's who I voted for. Yeah. I voted. I I wrote in on my ballot. I said, "Whoever is the Greenman," <laughs> and I hope they know what I it think meant. I thought you just wrote in like lime or like <laughs> just just sprite. <laughs> Mm, I love me that Sprite guy that's running. Oh yeah, well he's got the best of both sides. He's got he's got all the opinions and views of a lemon and all the opinions and views of a lime in one delicious bottle. He's got a for like a buck twenty seven. 
Which and is, he's got a great bipartisan record. Uh, and he wants to lower taxes. And, and, you know, <laughs> and, and here's the thing is, is, is I get I get the complaint that he's you know he's right in the pocket of these big corporations, Coca-Cola specifically. But I still think he can put that to the side. And, you know, and I feel and like he's a refreshing. Thing. There's nothing wrong with, yeah. with like, it, it is not good to Getting just be, um, you know, of course, just like, oh, hey, I am I am the guy who owns every Walmart. Um, I want to be president, <laughs> but at the same time, I'm just going to work at Walmart, more or less. Sprite yeah. has backing from Coke, but that's just because Coke truly believes yeah. in what Sprite is representing. Um, which yeah, is, of course, delicious flavors. And, and here's the thing about, about Sprite is that I know a lot of people who, when Trump became president, they started freaking out. And mm-hmm. they said, oh, man, since Trump has been president, I've had such trouble sleeping at night. Like, I am constantly on edge. Sprite is caffeine-free. Mm-hmm. Be free. You, you that's not going to keep you awake at night. You know, it's just going to be refreshing for a bit. And then you're good. <laughs> uh, Drew, here's the thing. Yes. Here's the here's the situation. Okay. Um. Mm-hmm. Uh. You are currently you are currently in in a in a war zone. And Ooh, all right. You're in a war zone, and and things are looking bad. Things are looking real bad. Okay. And 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 you're the leader of of these people, and. And they're really looking up to you. They okay. really want you to 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 show that you know that you can survive through this, and that there is hope. And so, Drew, with that in mind, why mm-hmm. the Atlanta Braves not being brave? This is, of course, another teams and groups question because they all are. Uh-huh. And this is uh, from Linton Lee's. <laughs> okay. Alright, so we are uh, me, me and my, t- me and my squadron here. We're we're in the thick of it. Oh no, no, no! This isn't a squadron. This isn't like army. This is like oh. this is like your squadron is dead. The people that are currently looking oh. to you are civilians, who are who Ooh. are who you are trying to protect. And so the everything looks bad. You got you got all you got your dead friends all around you and then all the people just like oh man there's no hope and then you look and then there's a glimmer in your eye and you said no there is hope and you just instead of raising your hand victoriously and charging the battle you just you just kind of point off <laughs> at that yeah all right so here here's the thing like especially if i'm working with civilians I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to, you know, tell them like military formations or like. Uh, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be able to use the jargon that I've been trained with. You know, mm. I'm not gonna be able to. I'm gonna. Well, I'm not gonna be able to use that and then expect them to know what I'm talking about. And if they're confused, they're only gonna lose hope even quicker. However, baseball is a pretty popular sport. Even if you don't watch it, people generally get how it works. It's pretty simple and easy to understand. So if I tell someone that I'm going to need them to play a position and I'm able to, you know, uh, uh, use the analogy of baseball and the Atlanta Braves team specifically, they're going to really, they're going to, they're going to get it. And so they're going to feel confident. They're going to feel like they understand. And understanding is the first step towards being comfortable in a situation. And so as soon as I can get them not thinking about the fact that it's a war zone or their whole family's dead or they're likely to die very soon due to gunfire (laughs) and bomb bullets, I, I can, I can get them focused on getting out of there and be more focused on the task at hand. They're not going to kind of lose hope or anything like that mid-escape. Okay, and I get that that's why baseball is a good choice. But why the Atlanta Braves specifically? Because, you know, the Astros, uh, yeah. they just won the World <laughs> Series. The World and Series. they did it for Houston, mm-hmm. which is going through, like, hurricanes and stuff. So I get them. I get why you would say, look at the yeah. Astros. They did the impossible. Yeah. The Braves haven't done shit in the last, like, ten years. Uh, the reason I would do the Braves specifically uh, is because here's the thing about the Braves <laughs> is that originally, uh, uh, originally 
The Braves aren't. So the Braves are currently from. They they currently are the, the Atlanta team. They're the Atlanta Braves currently. Mm-hmm. That hasn't always been the case. They were actually they were uh, they were the Boston baseball team for like 1870. Yeah, I think for a while they were like the like Boston the Beaners way way back when. Yeah, yeah, and then they then they moved to Milwaukee and then they moved to Atlanta and I feel like that a lot of people you know they, they begrudge uh, sports teams from moving city to city. However, again, if I'm with a bunch of civilians and the area we're in is likely to kill them. Letting them know that they can have been here like their whole life. They could have been here for like 80 years, but now they gotta go. They gotta get out of here. Uh, again, that just underscores what I want them to do, so they don't get murder death. Be like the, the Braves. Don't be afraid to move out of and, your comfort zone. Hey, were you yeah. in Boston one time? Well, guess what? Now we're now going you're not to, anymore. Now we're going somewhere else. Hey, Milwaukee. did you get used to yeah. winning? Boy, let me tell you something. Maybe. <laughs> Let me tell you something about that. Let's go. Hey, was R.A. Dickey, like, one of the only really good veteran pitchers that are on the team? Hey, guess what? Sometimes you have to get rid of the veteran players. Sometimes you just need to fill a team up with nothing but brand new people. And that's what civilians are. They're just about as good as some of the brand new blood. (laughs) As far as I can tell. Yeah, precisely. That matches all the things that I know about the Braves. <laughs> that seems to be dead I'm so on. happy you got that uh, one. Yeah, that was kick-ass or something. Hey. Uh, oh, how convenient. Wait a minute. I don't... I do remember the context for this joke. Uh, Daniel, this joke is from me, and it's an extra one from our magic episode. Uh-huh. Uh, so this one, again... Yeah, this question is from friend of the show, me, and me asks, um, and I feel like, uh, Daniel, this is, you're trying to, you are, you are a fiction writer, and so you are, you know, you're creating a world with the pen, as it were. Mm-hmm. I'm and creating a world with a pen, as it were? Uh, no, no it, it's, uh, <laughs> like, so to say. Oh, so okay, say. okay. So you are... And you're making, and before you really, you know, you get into the nitty gritty, you know, you're making de- some decisions about your world. You're basically establishing the logic mm-hmm. for your world here. Uh, and and one thing you have decided is, uh, again, speaking to magic, is you know, magic wands exist, magic staves exist. So clearly, wood can be used in a magical property. Mm-hmm. But you also you want to be inclusive. You want to be inclusive, and you want your you want your magic magic people to be able to do more stuff. Than just you know wave wands and move stabs all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And and with that uh, with that yar in mind specifically, oh. the question I have for you, Daniel, is why magic wands and not magic pirates? Since pirates already have the peg legs, so they have like the wood built into them. They have it there, and also they're pirates. Uh, they are pirates, which is good. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um, but here. Here's the main issue with with pirates. Pirates can't be magical. And I know I know what you're going to say. Huh. You're going to say, okay. "Yes, they can." I've seen I've seen the the fucking the big movie, the big movie with with Johnny Depp and I saw those pirates. The magic pirates. They yeah. they were magic pirates and I said, "And I have to tell you this, those are cursed pirates." There's a huge difference mm. between being magical and having magic forced on you. Davy Jones Barbosa, okay. those people are all cursed. They they are skeleton walking men because of a curse that was laid yes. upon them. If you go into Neverland, mm-hmm. the only person in that place that doesn't have the ability to fly, that can't do anything magical, is is the pirates. The pirates just have a boat and oh, are pirates yeah. and are adults. Pirates cannot be magical. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is that that is, I and I get I'm making my own world. But you know how sometimes when people are doing a thing, they do a decision that's just to be contrarian, and you can tell it's just like, yeah. oh, okay, yeah, let's do this fucking thing. It's like really cool and creative. It's, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not gonna be that guy because that's being way too tryhard. There are just some understood laws. It's like you give if you if I'm gonna have elves in my book, they're gonna have pointy ears. My dwarves are gonna be short. I'm not going to have a dwarf and have it be eight feet tall because that's just people going, oh, okay, I get it. You think you're really clever. You think you're creative. It's, yeah, yeah. No, magic, magic comes from the wands 
or staffs, as we discussed in our wands versus staffs episode. And staffs, I think we yeah, decided yeah. were better wands. There's more wood, more magic. Yeah, more wood, more magic. thing about pirates is just more wood is just more cursed. The less body parts you have, the more cursed you're going to end up being. And 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 okay. don't get me wrong. I it's, will it's, have it's, cursed pirates. And they're going to be cursed in a way okay. where they're going to have some crazy powers. But they are not magic. They are cursed. A witch is the reason why they get to do anything cool. A, a witch with her wand goes, hey, bam. Uh, at, when it's a half moon, uh, your right arm is just a giant crab claw, and also you can float. <laughs> and then they go fuck. <laughs> and so like a half moon shows up, and then he's just like, all right, cool, I got my crab claw. How come I'm not levitating? And she just like, and then she means no, I'm in in water. You can float in water. And he goes, oh, that's a little less oh, cool. Boy. So essentially, <laughs> I just yeah. have a crab claw. And she says, it's a curse, okay, not a blessing. You don't. Yeah, Are you fucking okay. dumb, Mr. Pirate? This is why I did this. <laughs> there's, there's just Pirates aren't supposed to be magical. The thing that makes a pirate cool is that they are pirates. Like, that's you don't have to throw more on that. You overdo it. A thing that it, makes it, a witch it, and a wizard cool... Cake and eat it too thing, yeah. Yeah, the thing that makes them cool it's is the, the use of magic. That's what makes them interesting. Yeah. If you just give pirates magic, it's just, oh, hey... Great. You've made you've made magic Neat. and pirates both slightly less cooler. Okay. I can see that. <laughs> uh, but speaking of magic. And um and yes. you actually know about um more about this kind of stuff than I do, and I don't really know how to set it mm-hmm. up, but this is actually from our uh seven five seventeen episode. Um, which I don't know what that means. Yeah, one of the ones that submitted. What does That's that mean? That's just the date it was sent in. Okay, but yeah, we don't know what just, episode uh, that was that for. Just, it wasn't for an episode. It was just submitted that day. Okay, well, this is some random-ass thing from Eli Lee's. Uh, and the question <laughs> is just, Alrighty. why bards, not minstrels? I'm not, I'm not as D&D-versed. I'm not as fantasy-versed. So if you yeah. have actual explanations, I'd like to hear them. But this, this is the question. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so, I mean, the, the biggest reason um, for that, mostly, it, it, it comes down, uh, it comes down to, if this is a, uh, I have to take this as this is a decision you're making for yourself, because otherwise, I mean, it, they, it'd be six and one half dozen of the other. But the reason you would do bards over minstrels is bards are a player class and minstrels are a NPC oh. class. And so if you as a person are a minstrel, that means you don't get any autonomy. You don't get to make any choices. Um, you don't really have stats, or if you do have stats, you're gonna get killed because that's a, that's an option. Oh, yeah, if you have um, stats, uh, you have health, that, if and you, if you have health, you can die. You have health, yeah, exactly. Whereas if you don't have stats, hey, as an NPC, that's an option, which means you're immortal. But those are kind of the two things. Um, and so it's really just it's you would be a bard because you would just have, you know, more things you could do in that you can choose to do things at all. Now, it's a bard could be like you could be flavored as a minstrel because. They have a lot of similarities, but just, you know, for mechanics, for clarity on all that kind of stuff, just a, a minstrel just is not as autonomous. You don't have as many feats you can do. You don't have as many bars. You don't have you as learn. many feats. And so there's just less. Yeah. They, they, I mean, there's still some. So like, there's are, some feats, are minstrels, and this just is just a, an actual mechanics <clears throat> question, are minstrels, do they have any, sure. like, because I've played as a bard before in a game of D&D, and yeah, they yeah. have, they, mm-hmm. they do some mm-hmm. healing. And they have like some offensive, and it's spell casting, pretty much. Do minstrels have that, yeah, or are they literally basically. just a person in a band? So it's a, a minstrel can have that depending on how bad the party's doing and how nice your DM is, because the DM can just elect to have the minstrel do stuff, but it's just not up to the minstrel. It's up to the DM. Okay, but minstrels can have abilities. Yeah, the DM then. can just have yeah. Sure. Yeah. It's just again. It's just not up to the minstrel. Gotcha. As to so what they a, a minstrel is a, is 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 just a, a puppet version of a bard, where a bard is a Pinocchio. Essentially. Yeah. Exactly. Cool. To just exactly. keep going with the Disney themed jokes of today, with um, with Peter Pan pirates and uh, Road to El Dorado. <laughs> yeah, it is specifically Road to El Dorado. Uh. D- 
You know, this is funny. This is a funny question. Uh, uh, your question, Daniel, is submitted to us uh, from from uh, Josh mm-hmm. Hendricks. Uh, Josh Hendricks submitted this. Uh, this was just for the Break the Bank. This is just a an actual submission. Um, he asks, "Hey, Daniel, why Donkey Daikon, not Horse Radish? Why Donkey Daikon, not Horse Radish?" <laughs> Why donkey daikon, not horseradish? What, I just want to say, it's good look, play on words. Let me look at clever. a daikon. Let me, let me take a look at a daikon. So a daikon, isn't a daikon a radish? Yeah. Is a daikon a radish? Uh-huh. Okay, so why donkey yeah. daikon? Uh, famously, uh, uh, Kool-Aid D in a Das Racist song said, uh, he said, I believe the quote is, I'm DJ Khaled, comma, I'm a daikon radish. Okay, so horseradish, uh, yeah, It's a daikon, a type of radish. Yeah, why donkey daikon, not horseradish? Okay. Um, <laughs> Jesus, <laughs> I really like this question. Um, now it's real good, and I'm glad we asked some botanical question because, as we all know, you're an expert on gardening. I have plants. had a garden, uh, but it was it was right around the time that all those hurricanes came, so I watered my plants too much. Damn. <laughs> so most of them didn't quite make it. Well, I, I feel like. I feel like you watered your plants the perfect amount. The no, when when much. it was raining, I'd be standing out there with like a like a like a watering can, and it would the rain would be filling up the watering can in addition to raining on my plants. In addition to me just pouring the water from my watering can on the plants, so it was like one of them. Uh, it, it's like a so then, uh, yeah. Oh, what are those? Uh, the fondue fountains, where it's just an infinite, <laughs> infinite. Oh flow of water and chocolate i pour chocolate on my plants i killed my plants with chocolate i'm, I'm growing chocolate this year okay um so donkey daikon that, hey that's dope actually yeah donkey um, well first and foremost um i have nothing outright against horse okay. race i think that it is it is perfectly fine um but you can't really pair it with with too many things it's got a, it's it's got a kind of an intense flavor to it a good old horse it's a specific taste yeah 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 sure. not not everybody can get into horseradish and the reason being is that horseradish it's just if you've ever met a radish and a horse they're just so big they're very very big <laughs> yeah and uh-huh. and so you're getting these huge portions of horseradish mm-hmm. the and it, it really is an acquired taste like i get it it is a beautiful creature and vegetable. It is. <laughs> yes. It is. It is majestic. If I if I turn on like a nature documentary, I want to see a whole line of horseradishes running along with the wind blowing in their uh, stems. That's what I want. That's what I want to yeah. see. But the thing about it is, is that horseradishes. It's pretty much just a, a show fruit at this point. It it doesn't really mm-hmm. serve that great of a purpose like yeah you could put it on your food but you're really just kind of eating it just to show off that you have horseradish the thing about donkey daikon yeah, have it, yeah. is that it's a short yeah stocky radish and and a mm-hmm. thing that a lot of people don't know about about donkey daikon is that um uh and i learned this when i went to visit my mom up in up at her her new kind of farm estate and she was telling me about donkeys yeah, yeah. and she was saying that donkeys are actually very good at fending off against coyotes. And it's not even that donkeys are aggressive. It's not even that they fight. Mm-hmm. It is. It has something to do with scent. <laughs> it is. But there is a thing about the, the evolutionary properties of a donkey that just when a, when a coyote is near it, they go, oh, no, I don't want to do this. And so if you're worried about a coyote coming and digging no. through your, your, your vegetables, it's good to have a donkey. But if you have a donkey daikon, it's just right there. It's right there in that same garden. Just, and so it won't even get near because so, a regular donkey and a regular horseradish, they'll just walk around. Like if a donkey's on the other side of the of the gate, that coyote's going to get in there. It's going to dig up yeah. your shit and eat all your, uh, eat all your rabbits and eat all your chickens. But a donkey daikon yes. planted in the soil, sending its 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 weird anti coyote print sit. through the, through the earth underneath. You you're protecting yeah. your vegetables, mm-hmm. and 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 not only that, but it's also just cute. 
from, yeah, the, from coyotes. the coyotes. Well, you know, they're dogs. Yeah. They dig around. <laughs> you know how dogs are. <laughs> so, so you got your donkey daikon sitting in there. And and even then it's it's also just if you're if you're not very tall, horses horseradishes are very tall animal vegetables. They're so if you want to put yes. like some stuff on its back for it to carry around, it's a lot of work. You you gotta you gotta really you gotta mm-hmm. throw, you gotta heave, you gotta hoe. Donkey daikons are just they're either yeah. really, really, really small or they're like right up to your waist. You just plop some some yeah. other stuff on it and you say, Hey, I'm just gonna lead you, you're gonna carry this for me. And it's gonna say, Yes, absolutely. And it's it's just all around a more useful sure. vegetable animal, uh, and also the flavor profile is immaculate. It's got some citrus for some reason. That's what I heard. <laughs> and also, if you eat a donkey daikon and you go out in the wilderness, coyotes are gonna leave you alone. Yeah, you're not gonna get fucked you know, by coyotes, and that's radish. always. I've been I've been trying to find a way. You eat a horseradish. Are they attractive? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's another true thing yeah. about coyotes. They eat horses whole. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like dingoes are to babies, coyotes are to horses. Yeah. <laughs> coyotes dingoes just... are to babies as coyotes are to horses. Yeah, yeah, no, that sounds right. And it's like, it, yeah, it's like donkey and donkeys are to coyotes like garlic is to vampires. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yes, absolutely. So donkey daikon, not horseradish. Um, this episode, this episode <laughs> question, this episode's question is from, Yes, I believe this is going to be from our female pop idols uh, area. So let me find that one. Okay, here it is. It is from Paige Hansen. And this question okay. is, you, you are low on energy. You, you worked a 10-hour shift, and, and you don't really have any time to take a nap, but, but you really need to pick yeah. me up, and you were sleepy, and mm-hmm. you need to focus, you need to hyper-focus, because you got to get those files in by tomorrow, Drew. <laughs> oh, boy. And so when you, when you got to get them files in by tomorrow, and you need that pick-me-up, yeah. and you're just in, uh, you're just in a Starbucks... <laughs> I ask you this question. Uh, why Ariana Grande? Not Grande Lattes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, here's the thing, dude. Ariana Grande makes bangers. Like, every... Have you listened to her last two? Like, her uh, album Dangerous Woman and, and uh, My Everything? Like, her two last albums are amazing. She's got this incredible vocal range. The production side is to really side slick. Is, it's just it's actually really clean like on both albums. One of the best songs. Oh man, side to side it's so good. She has on my everything. She has a she's song with Childish Gambino. It's also like a really interesting concept. One, it's just got this it's got this throwback beat. It samples a, a Biggie Smalls song and the concept of the song is she found her boyfriend cheating on her with another man and so that's a very interesting and novel concept for a song it has childish gambino in it he actually gives a really good uh vocal performance he has he has a really well-written verse it's got this bouncy beat the whole time but it also because again it's such a it's such a novel concept it also stimulates me like intellectually uh it's just got grooves and this is every song she puts out this is not a joke opinion ariana grande has got great songs a great discography no one is and if anything that like, ariana grande isn't one of just the best up-and-coming female pop idols like she deserves all the fame she has but let me throw a caveat here in addition That's to all the things i said earlier okay you're also hella thirsty yeah oh oh <laughs> <laughs> Like, here's the thing, man. Like, it's, it's, Ariana Grande is an attractive woman. If I'm listening to her, I'm a little thirsty anyway. That's just, that's not even like an additional caveat. That's just the case. But it's, 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 if I'm drinking a Grande latte, well, those things aren't healthy. They've probably got sodium in them. Sodium is just going to make me thirstier. So I'm going to have to keep buying, I'm going to, I'm going to have to keep buying drinks after the Grande latte because my body biologically needs it. I'm going to keep listening to Ariana Grande because I want to, because that's how I want to live my life. And so it's a more healthy interaction. And so, you know, it's, I'm doing it from, it's a more natural awake state than just 
just forcing their body to be awake by cramming it full of caffeine. And also, it's, it, it's more. Organic. I will say this. I'll say this uh, in addition, and this is just how I would react uh, regularly if I was in a Starbucks and I was tired yeah. and I had a lot of work I had to do. I think if I met very famous pop idol Ariana Grande in a Starbucks, oh, yeah. that would probably keep me awake for a while. Yeah. I'd go, "Oh goddamn, hello." Hey, wait a second. Yeah. Whoa. I, I recognize you from from uh, all that money you make. <laughs> what? what why, are, why are you in the Starbucks here? And she's like, oh, I'm getting a grande latte. And, uh, and then at that point, I'm just going to go, oh, I don't really feel cool enough to drink one of those after Ariana Grande. <laughs> Yeah, like what yeah, kind of poser am I to? to, to I'm I'm waiting in line to place my order, and the and the barista calls out, "Uh, order for Ariana Grande," and I just look and I go, "What?" And it's like, "Oh, we have a a, a grande latte for uh, Ariana Grande," yeah. and I go, "Well, that's that for me. <laughs> I'm not gonna be some fucking poser over here thinking yeah, no, I'm on the same level as Ariana Grande." Yeah. Well, does anyone after after she gets one? It's everyone's just gonna think you got it because she did, no matter what yeah, and, you do. And so you're, and you know, like, and I'm yeah, not about to just, just get myself like a yeah. venti mocha. I'm not a fucking idiot. <laughs> yeah, no. If, if I'm gonna be at the Starbucks, I'm gonna do yeah, the thing. Like, you yeah. know, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna pussyfoot around. I'm gonna go big. Or I'm, or I'm literally gonna go yeah. home. <laughs> so I talk and listen to Ariana yeah, Grande. Yeah, so, absolutely. Yeah, I quit. I quit my job. I guess. <laughs> Easy. All right, uh, Daniel. This next question uh, is from friend. Is again from friend of the show. Me. Uh, this one was originally from our wrestling mm. episode. Uh, this was uh, and this one actually there was no chance for you to, for either of us to have gotten this question originally because oh, yeah, we yeah, only yeah. asked the questions to our co-hosts. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, the question that I have for you, and 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 uh, Daniel, you are, uh, you are tr- you are putting together a uh, an act, um, you know, uh, uh, an act, act's a bad word. You're basically you're you're hiring performers for an EDM music festival. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really big outdoor festival, a lot of stage, a lot of lights um, out in you know the countryside somewhere, and you you want you want people to be there and to have a good time, have a fun time. Enjoy their time in general. Have a you know good, fun, dancing, rocking little thing. Um, and uh, however, uh, you have booked this person, uh, and I and and the question uh, with that context in mind, Daniel, is why CM Punk, not Daft Punk. Okay. Okay. Yeah. CM Punk is 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 an interesting fella. Um, he, yeah. he is, and I don't know if you're aware, but he is a cult of personality and, and he has a uh-huh. lot of, of mystique around him. Um, I don't know if you know this, but when he was in the, the WWE, a lot of people, um, that's when a lot yeah. of people came back and started really checking back in. People were really into, uh, uh, CM Punk. They, and so yeah. it brought back a lot of old fans who who had at that point kind of checked out because they're like, oh, okay, CM Punk's here. He's got this this weird vibe. He's he's a lot more um, he he is what you call a a a oh god, I don't know the term, but he is a he is a a, a wrestler who has knowledge of wrestling. Like, not every single match is a brand new thing to him. It's it's like, no, I've watched wrestling. I know how each person's moves work. I know how to avoid them. If Randy Orton goes on the ground and yeah. pounds his hands on the floor, I know I'm about to get RKO'd or my head kicked in. I roll out of the ring. He's one of those guys. He knows yeah. how a wrestler functions. Absolutely. And and it was a thing. Things had gotten like a little a bit too uh, cartoony. And so when he came back, it was, it was really interesting. It was really impressive. Um... And, and he did uh, a lot of work and just all these other things. The thing about Daft Punk is, is that the people who yeah. listen to EDM, yes. and, and I hate to say this, but I truly feel like, and, and this is, and I, I've listened to a lot of this, this type of music, but Daft Punk really is just a Hulk Hogan of EDM. And I hate to say that <laughs> because I, I think that they have their okay. place. I think that they were in important. Yeah. To, to the history of EDM. Mm-hmm. But truth be told, like, you, you got to eventually make way for some new talent. Like, you're, you wear the helmets. 
that's cool. You, you get that whole yeah. that whole vibe of mystique of just, oh, look, we're like robots. And it's like robots are – that was like cool in the 80s. And, and then their newest thing – and, and it's fine. Like, yeah, and Hulk Hogan was also very popular in the 80s. It's, it's – you're talented, and I get it. But really, you only do the same three moves. You, you you like to sample a little robot voice? That's essentially just a big boot. That's all you ever do <laughs> in your songs, Daft Punk. You you have your you have your Hulk ups that you do in all of your songs, and 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 oftentimes, and I hate to say this about Hulk Hogan, and I hate mm-hmm. to say this about Daft Punk, but it gets a little repetitive. You know, after so long of seeing the same thing, it it <laughs> do, it gets repetitive, of just you know, it's I've heard around the world. You know how many times you say around the world? Probably as many times as Hulk Hogan says, oh, brother. <laughs> it's the same thing to me. Ooh, you got to pave the way. And so if Daft Punk is just is, is just going to be the Hulk Hogan of music, then why not just make CM Punk be the next big thing in music? It's like, because he's wanted to do UFC. He's gone and he's tried his hand at that. He's, he's fought in Japan. He does all mm-hmm. sorts of things. Who knows? Maybe the next time he'll do it, he'll say, you know what? I am going to do EDM. I'm going to do electronic dance music. And it might even be really bad, like it was when he tried to go to UFC. But, but at least it's different. But at least, but at least it's and like the novel. thing is that he has the name. He has the clout. Because, you know, and it's the same thing that I feel about Hulk Hogan. And this is why CM Punk is so cool. Oh, I, I actually don't like CM Punk. But for the case of the sake of argument, this is why CM Punk is so cool. Because he <laughs> yeah. brought a lot of people, a lot of a lot of people who had given up on wrestling. He, he brought a lot of those people back. Mm-hmm. If Daft Punk was to put on another concert, the people who are going to that concert are the same fucking, like, kids with their Hulk Hogan t-shirts. Yeah, that, have been, that have been listening to Daft Punk's same song for 18,000 <laughs> years. Just them going around the world. I love this part. Yeah. Around the world, around the world, around the yeah. world, and it's just and it's old hat. Um, yeah. <laughs> and also, uh, and and yeah. CM Punk when he came into the WWE, he was actually part of a group. I believe it was Nexus. There were two of them. Uh, Nexus, CM mm-hmm. Punk, or do I have it backwards? Uh, was CM Punk? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. CM Punk brought the Nexus, and it actually brought a whole lot of new people to the forefront in this group. So even if CM Punk isn't just going, like, Mm -hmm. solo, like, he can just lead a whole new band. And you know what's great in EDM? Bands. Have you ever watched, like, fucking, oh, who who the boys? Who the boys? Caravan Palace. They got a whole big band when they play their concerts. They have violinists. They have drummers. Mm -hmm. They got the whole shebang. And it's not just two guys in dumbass helmets. (laughs) <laughs> behind a goddamn box going around <laughs> the world around the yeah. world and also Nexus and also CM Punk okay. is straight edge and I think that's interesting for an EDM concert Just, nobody really? can have any LSD yeah. nobody takes any acid nobody drinks <laughs> And, and that makes you have to really just your only yeah. choice is to like the music for how it sounds it's not triggering anything weird in your brain. Yeah. You just go, ah, oh, this is music. You yeah, it's actually... like, and that's what I want my concerts yeah. to be. You know, it's 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 ultimately about the music and you enjoying it. If you're taking drugs, you're not enjoying my music. You're enjoying drugs. You're enjoying drugs. I mean, plus, I feel uh, an interesting side note to that is actually, um, in around the world, they say around the world. Okay, so they say times. it. They say it about two or three times more than Hulk Hogan has said. Has said, brother, in his entire wrestling career. Yeah, you know it's it's uh, the the album version only. They only say it eighty times. They cut out sixty four around the world (laughs) in the in the uh, radio version. I like it. Um, And this, I'm actually really excited about this question because I think this question is from you Mm -hmm. to you, Um, and this is also from our very first episode. Delightful. Um, And this question, okay, is. and I am going to just ask it in regards to um, uh, just the, the thing you actually had is um, why a new God of War game and not just a new IP from that company? Oh, OK. Yeah. 
All right, so uh, yeah, I would like to thank myself uh, for this question. Uh, it's a good one. Uh, <laughs> love your contribution to the show. Um, so, uh, uh, for context, for anyone who didn't pay attention to this year's E3, um, it was they, they announced a, a new God of War game that had this entire new like direction to it. It wasn't over the top. Uh, it was in uh, it's in uh, uh, Scandinavian. It's it's it has like a Norse mythology as its backdrop instead of Greek. Um, mythology as its backdrop um, and it's got this more somber tone this kind of over the shoulder camera it, it is functionally an entire new game however it has Kratos in it um, he's like a dad and he's like <laughs> teaching a kid some stuff sounds um, like a dad but I mean ultimately uh, the reason yeah the reason that you would have this as a sequel instead of a new IP um, I mean one thing there's the case to be made that just it's it's banking on the God of War name it is likely to get more people interested than it were than it would if it was just uh, a, a new game with these mechanics in it, um, but also, uh, uh, and in, in a less cynical oh it's a money reason thing, it grows the character of Kratos because it's it's even fans of the God of War games uh, got a little burnout on just this overly violent. Uh, I think God of War three got a lot of criticisms for just being for just being like outright misogynistic in a lot of cases. Uh, and, and so the, the character and the IP had actually been weakened just kind of by the direction it had, it had been it like headed in. And so while, by having this actually be a new God of War game, it allows them to revitalize this series for a new generation of players, honestly. Because I think uh, God of War 3 came out like I, a I while ago. I think it ago, has been a hot minute. Because it was a... Uh, yeah, uh, it, it came out in 2010. And so it's been seven years now. I think the new God of War game isn't coming out till like late next year, maybe the year after. And so you're looking at like eight, nine-ish years since the last God of War game. For a lot of people, this game is a brand new IP, uh, even though it has like this history to it. And so it gives them a chance to reintroduce, you know, this character and also for, for new people. And it also gives them a chance to kind of recontextualize what he can be for a newer audience. Okay. And and I I do I do get those answers, mm-hmm. but but here's my thing because they're going with like a different a different feel of mythology, and so my and this is this yes. is actually just more yes. discussion than anything. It's like I I have no issue with the namesake being mm-hmm. uh, God of War, like that doesn't bother me. But it's just like I I'm really yeah. into the idea of okay, well we're gonna just jump to a different st- mythology. And Kratos doesn't exist in that mythology, but there's a different God of War. There's a different guy. There's a different person that is killing all of these other gods yeah. with an entirely different reason, entirely different type of thing. Mm-hmm. It's just, and and yeah. So why why do you think instead of just like aren't yeah. aren't all of the good gods dead? <laughs> it's like what like, what's Kratos gonna be doing so, in this well, one? So, well, here's the thing, like it's. It's the the interesting thing that the uh, the uh, the original God of War trilogy does is you know at first its scope was limited it was just the Greek pantheon so it's just you know it's just Athena and Zeus and uh, all those uh, Mercury and all or uh, Hermes and all that kind of stuff um, the the thing about the um, kind of the pantheon gods that, that you know you study in school you have the ones of Norse mythology you have the ones of uh, of Greek and Roman mythology stuff like that is the the gods and their stories uh, and this is just more kind of a history knowledge thing um, they, they're they are very they like none of them are infallible you know uh, people who are familiar with the more kind of Judeo Christian tradition. Um, yeah, maybe it's like the, the Abrahamic the religions. The gods, it's the, the, the gods of those religions are infallible. They're all knowing. They're good. Yeah, yeah. It's there. There's one, and they're all knowing. They are benevolent. They are. They are inherently good. Anything they do, even if it seems cruel, has to be good. And that's kind of the necessity there. Uh, Greek religion didn't really have that hang-up. Uh, it's. It's. The gods in Greek mythology would would mm-hmm. regularly murder people out of spite get drunk they would rape people they would do awful horrible things and they weren't treated like oh these things are okay because the gods are doing them like no yeah, it's like even the thing, gods are like it Dude, pissed off another god because of it being horrible and then here, that god <laughs> you can't. yeah it's it's 
And so, so it's a, yeah, and so like they're they're gods, like they're gods are had power, they were immortal, they had all this other stuff, but they they were more relatable because they they weren't perfect. And the cool thing, whenever they expand uh, into this new one, because this new one again, it has a lot of more of like Norse stuff into it. It actually it establishes that in the God of War universe, in that IP. All of the or it, we know for sure at least two of them, but it implies that all of the pantheons are real. And so, in their universe, it's not just like oh, you have a god of wines and a god of celebrations and a god of war and a god of honor. You have multiple gods yeah, of yeah, those yeah. that like are in just yeah, an area. They're going the Dragon Ball Super, the Dragon Ball Super route, where they're they're the twelve universes. Each universe has its yeah. own mirror yeah. universe. Um, and each one contains uh, its own gods mm-hmm. of destruction and 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 Kaioshin. Um and then and then so I guess the god of war would exactly. be like. Um, and the interesting thing there is like the yeah, Goku. Because it's it's in God of, in God of War one he murders Ares he murders the god of war and becomes the god of war is in the first game. And so it's uh, an interesting like connotation there because really does a lot of world building is also that means that Greece, while he's in Scandinavia, does not have its god of war around. Like it's gone okay. of war left. It literally got up and went somewhere else. And oh, Scandinavia has two, presumably. They have two gods of wars like from different pantheons just there. There's a lot of implications okay. there. It makes for a lot yeah, of yeah, interesting yeah. stuff. All right. I, I'm not a big uh, God of War fan. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't... Yeah, and I feel like you, you don't really care either. It's, it's, it's hack yeah. and slashy, it's and, and while I like hack and slashies, um, I like them to be just not a little enough. more repetitive yeah. than God of War is. <laughs> it's, like, it's like, just let me hack and slash. Yeah. I don't, don't give me any yeah, puzzle like more, elements. Like a, I don't want to like walk. A... <laughs> you know... Yeah, you know... Take out... Take... We could take out the God of War part, maybe make it like God Warriors, like like a Dynasty Warriors game, but like in the Bible with biblical characters or like, like gods a, and stuff. Like maybe a, that'd like be a, a cool yeah, idea. I like uh, double dragons and battle toads, but yeah, okay. I'm... <laughs> well, because if we if we end it on that joke, that means that both of these end on the same joke Wait, was of that making the first Bible break the Warriors. Bank? Yeah, it was the first break the bank was Samson uh, beating a thousand enemies and getting a thousand kill combos. Track of these. But I do think that with that yeah, last just, question, it, it that just, was five from each. So that was another ten knocked off the list. Yep, another ten knocked off the break the bank. Um, so with that, uh, we are going yeah. uh, to go to intermission yeah. until we get the yeah, next we're still volume of it. Break the Bank. But again... <laughs> Uh, kind of, yeah, yeah we're, we're, it's still it's in the early plotting phase. We've got like the early the rising action, but we don't quite have the climax and the the narrative. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, for the true. Next Break the bank episode. You need to uh, real quick. Yeah. Pull pull up the pull up a pull up a song. Mm-hmm. Pull up a song. Yeah. Pull up a song. Oh, from the pull thing. Up a song, because we we have a, a new songs <laughs> that we're gonna be using. Yes, we have we have a new songs. Uh, here, let me let me let me send you the Lizink. Um, but yeah, no, we, uh, uh, we do want to, we do want to give a shout out, uh, our outro and, you know, I'm probably going to edit yeah, in yeah. the intro later. Uh, uh, we have, uh, uh, yeah, so we have, uh, our, our intro and outro music, uh, is from, uh, the artist name is, is Prax. He's on SoundCloud. We'll have his link in the description and all the stuff for the video. Um, he was kind enough to let us use his music for intro and outro music. Um, please give him a check out. Uh, his, his music's super good. Uh, it's really neat, especially if you like the intro and outro music. That's kind of your thing. He if you're a, a fan of, of intros really and outros, stuff. you're going to um, love music. <laughs> if you're, yeah, no, absolutely. I cannot stress that enough. If you like if you like the way that things begin and end and their music, you're going to love music. Music is for yeah, you. Music is- I think that there's something good. It, here's the thing. Like, it's, it's, I know, you know, I don't want to paint all of our fans with one brush, but I'm going to bet some, if not most of our fans, like the occasional song here or there. Uh, if you do, check out this guy's stuff. Hey, you know what? It's, it's good to treat yeah. yourself. It's good. To- <laughs> you know, you had a long day. You want to sit down. You get yourself a cup of hot chocolate. Listen to one listen song. Listen to a single song. That's, and then there you go. You're good for the day. You turn on ATV. Don't watch it. Yeah, no, yeah, don't watch it, but hear the, hear the stuff. Turn it on. Yeah, because I'm not going to – I'm not, you know, painting in broad strokes here, but I don't think um, – I, I don't want to assume that most of our fans like looking. Yeah, no, it, it, you don't want to make assumptions. Uh, we, 
uh, <laughs> about our audience. Uh, but yeah, so uh, while we have the intro playing, uh, again, like, be sure to check out Prax, check out his music. Um, be sure to, again, with Break the Banks, it's, we, these are just any questions we get that don't make it into other episodes, so please feel free to submit those, uh, either via directly emailing us, uh, we have the email in our, in our social accounts and whatnot, um, our Facebook page, um, on the comments for any post, honestly, just sit, put any question there, and we will probably get to it here. Yeah, 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 so what, we starting this song? Uh, I'm kind of, I actually just started for about like a minute and a half or so, but I've just had it playing because I'm just going to put it in wherever, just because it's a nice oh. little vibey thing. Uh, yeah, so I'm at like a minute. Oh, I actually, I like this for a, I like this for an ender for oh, sure. yeah, exactly. That, that was my thought. It's, it's, it's real nice. You kind of laid back. I think that, um, this song we're listening to now is Dipped in Folly. And Drew, I have the volume up too loud, so I can't hear what you're saying to me. I'm you not are. saying much. Oh, and another bit of, another bit of, um, of housekeeping real yeah. quick. Um, you didn't, or the the Halloween questions, or the oh, holiday questions haven't been added to this uh, list. They have not. Uh, I think I, I have updated a little bit, so I need to continue to update this list, but we are out to like 113 as of the last update that I've done to it. We're still adding more and more that haven't been done, but they are going to continue to get added, so the list just gets bigger and bigger. Very good. And I guess with that being said... Uh, yeah, so as uh, we always say... Um... Uh, 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 <laughs> Bye. 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 Bye.